Welcome to Coins in the Hood, Season 1, Episode 23. I'm here with Sifter, Bonesy and Revy. And we're going to be talking about the FA Cup against uh, FA Cup winner against Preston North End. We've got some new signings in Dan Juma and I think Petro Poro. Is Petro Poro done or is it done? Not confirmed. Have we had a here we go? We had a here we go yesterday and then it was, yeah. uh, if everything goes to plan, it's a here we go. And then it was. Well, I think he, he 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 did a uh, preemptive. Here we go. But then I think that was on even on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. So nothing's moving yet. And then it was all fell apart, and now it's all back on again. Apparently, so right. typical apparently stuff. Eight eight o'clock tonight. Romano has said. Eight minutes in. We're going to be live on on air when it goes through. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, there's still a few hours left of the transfer window. Rav, I think no, I can't hear you, Rav. I don't know what's happened to your your mic. I don't know if the headset's not locked you out. Um, yeah, and after, uh, yeah, once we're talking Thank about you. these, you back, Rev? I can hear you now. I think so, yeah. yeah. So you're good, you're good. You're good. All right. That's some dodgy shit headphones. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, after we've spoken about the new transfers, we're going to talk about, I don't want to give him too much air, to be honest. I don't actually want to talk about it, but there's been a bit of noise about it this week and, and uh, he's been talking some shit. But yeah, I think we've got to, we've got to uh, have a bit of a, a trip down memory lane and discuss why why we hate Judas so much because he seems to he seems to forgot he doesn't seem to know where it's all coming from and where the vitriol comes from he's got a very very shit memory or <laughs> or he's just realizing what a prick he was it's got it's one no. of them isn't it it's, it seems with one of no it's not that he's got no self awareness at all whatsoever all right well let, let's we'll, we'll get to that all right so I'm gonna hit Ravi up first FA Cup result against personal Fend. Was that anything to get excited about? And is some is some back, Revy? Uh, to be honest, it did kind of start off the way that most of our games start off. And it was just a bit slow and a bit sluggish. But yeah, you've got to say fair play to Son. And that finish is the old Son that we used to have, that we've missed this season. Um, and I, I'm, I think, yeah, I think he's, got his, he's going to get a bit of confidence back, hopefully. Um, and 3 0 is a solid result. We haven't conceded a goal again. Uh, I'm going to take all the positives I can from that, to be honest. And yeah, the FA Cup's on. Like a lot of big teams went out this weekend. Uh, so we have a chance. Bonesy, what are you, what are you, what are you thinking? Do you think we, got, we can win the Cup this year? Because like, I kind of think we could win it. Um, I'm not getting ahead of myself just yet on that front. But. It'd be nice, but we've been tripped up in the past. And but just going on what Rev said, I think um, yeah, I was quite pleased with the performance on um, was it on Saturday for his just workmanlike professional performance. We never looked in danger. Yeah, it was a bit slow at the start, but yes, a no drama three 0 win. That's what you want in against the potential. Um, like giant killing side. So, yeah, I was happy. So, Sun was playing a bit more centrally in that game. Like, Sifter, do you think do you think that his problems this season is because of where he's being played in the Conte system and other, like, the left wing-backs getting in his way and taking up his, up his positions? Yeah, it's definitely a problem with that system. 100%. He's not just fallen off a cliff so far as his talent and his application goes. But I've got a level with you, boys. I... My, I took a nosedive off of interest in Spurs after that Arsenal game. I haven't listened to your podcast or any of my regular podcasts because it just, I was tanking hard after that. I went to that game. I, I walked out before the end. Couldn't couldn't be doing with it. And I, I didn't know where I wanted to sit with Conte still being there after that game, to be brutally honest. So the performance against Preston, it had to be a win. It had to be because I was honest. I didn't, I was going to do a Alan Sugar and Chuck and use Klinsman's shirt as a dishcloth or something after the, if we'd have lost that game. And I, I actually, we we were doing bits and pieces with the missus. So we went out for dinner and it was a six o'clock kickoff. We got back 
for just inside the half hour into the first half. And I, I thought, oh, I'll put it on. Go on. It's on BBC One. I'll just put it on YTV, whatever it was. And it, it was, again, it was dragging out a performance against a team we should have. Famously, we don't go in the FA Cup and smash these teams to bits. We do it. Last time we thought we beat them 3-0, was it a Peter Crouch hat-trick? So we don't take these teams to task all the time. So we got the win. And yeah, those two, those sun goals are what he pulls out of his back pocket seemingly whenever he wants. But I still, there's a bit of body language there inside that whole squad that I'm not, I'm not loving at the moment, if I'm brutally honest. I, 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 and as far as winning it goes, <laughs> he's not a great, he's not great in knockout competitions, Conte, never has been. And I just don't know. I'm, 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 I need to be dragged up by my boots, by, by my um, laces at the moment because I'm a little bit down in the dumps of it all. Well, it's quite interesting. You're, you're a Spurs supporter that wears his heart on his sleeve. Uh, Very much so. So, <laughs> so I'm, quite, I'm quite interested to hear that if you say you haven't been kind of involving yourself in Spurs since that game against Arsenal, no. which, is, which is fair because it was fucking, it was brutal, especially for people that were there, I, I can only imagine. Where, 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 talk us through where you've been emotionally since since that game, Ed. What, what, what have you been, have you been, dealing, most, have you been dealing with it? Well, by not dealing with it, because I'm basically keeping the distance. Uh, what game? So, not to give you too much colour on my personal background, I ca- I've recently cancelled Sky Sports, so I, I had that. And that's that's by the by, that's just because they charge you too much. So I haven't actually been watching a lot of football. Um, so that what was the game before Preston? We had a game, didn't we? That Fulham, City. Man City, Man City. There's a see there a great example. It's Again, Fulham, wasn't it? No, sorry, it was Fulham. Yeah, it was Man City then Fulham, wasn't it? So this is our out of the loopholes for the last couple of weeks. That City game, you're thinking, oh, a performance there. We usually do them up there. It's not really too bad. 2-0. And then the usual Spurs fall apart in the second half or the first half. No two good arse of football. And then that Fulham game, which, I, again, I didn't even, I didn't, I think I might have start. I might have just watched the highlights of that game because Harry Kane got his record equaling goal. And I was like, okay, that's a, you know, that's a bright star and otherwise pretty cloudy sky. So it, it's just, He's just been this team and this manager. He's he's a win at all cost manager, and he's not getting wins at all costs. At the moment, he's not doing it. It's 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 just I don't know. There's not a fight or a spark in it that I'm I'm just missing it at the moment. And it seems I don't know if this Jamie transfer windows made him go again because all this Levy out stuff's floating around once again. I don't know where you boys are with that. I don't know myself, but you know it's the it. Is he going to get sponsored? Is he going to get backed? Does he need to be backed? Should he be getting one of his squad? Because we've got a good enough team to be beating most sides. But if you you watch that game against Fulham, we didn't outclass them by any stretch when I eventually went back to it. And again, we pressed them on Saturday. Look, you, you didn't want to go away in the cup and you want to get a decent result, which we did. But it didn't look a team brimming with confidence, if you ask me. That's that is my opinion of it at the moment. The team's lacking a bit of confidence. That's what, what I was saying. I think that I can... comes from the top down. What I can say, Luke, is that if you had been listening to the podcast, you would have you you would have all the answers to all these questions because we've covered right. all this in the last couple of, couple of episodes. Yeah, I'm sorry, lads, I've been that's, out of loop with everything. And that's that's, fa- that's fair enough. Thing. It was a it was a brutal loss that one to us. It was a it was a very very bad one to take. And um, I think we I think we we use this uh, as a bit of therapy to kind of try to get it off our chest and hammer <laughs> it out a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> the thing for me is it's the way that it's the way that Conte is. You can still see him when, we, when he score goals, he's on the touchline, he's celebrating like, like his life depends on it. That's great. But it's, it's the performances outside of scoring the odd goal here and there. It's just, it's very sideways and backwards. And we ain't got a good enough defence to do the, the setup that he's putting us in, in my opinion. It's just not there. And he seems to be that he won't change it. And it's, I mean, never mind, Eric Dyer needs to be chased out of the club completely and his brother. I'll, I'll, I'll put them both out in the car park. You know what I mean? He can, he can step over the seats and come after me for telling his brother's got to go as well. Well, no, no one called Eric Dyer needs to be in that stadium ever again. No one with the second name Dyer needs to be in that stadium ever again. It's, it's, it's getting a bit of a joke with him. And, and so, you know, that, that's, that's literally where I've been with it. I've been down in the dumps and I don't think, I, I think obviously it's be stupid to consider do you get rid of Conte unless he walks because Levy's not going to back him. Again, another manager that's probably deserves more than he's getting from Levy. You know, uh, yeah, it's just that that's where I'm at. And I'm a bit, it's having it's me seething a little bit. And I need some good performances. And like, who, who have we got? Is it, is it Sunday? Man City at home? You know, it all changes on a great performance and a win there, obviously. But yeah, I, it's been, I've been at my lowest ebb with Spurs for a long time these past couple of weeks. I'll be honest. I can't lie. I was, I was, 
prodded up a little bit by the, the, the performance against Fulham. I thought we did quite well against Fulham, especially in the second half. After going one and up, it was it was all teed up for us to completely capitulate in the second half, and we didn't. We come out, we, we kept them pinned back, and they didn't have a sniff, and we could have and should have scored at least two more. Um, but yeah, like I think that, I think there's reason to be a bit more optimistic than that. I, I, I think I think it's all going to come together in the second half of the season. I do. I, our squad I really is hope be- so. Our squad is better than the performances that we've been put we've put in. Do I want to see another central midfielder and another centre half come in? Yes, we ain't yeah. going to get them. We're getting another wing back and we're getting another left winger, which is a bit <laughs> yeah. strange. But that's it what is. we're getting. That's what we're getting. But I just want to get back to the, to the FA on, Cup. Sorry. I want to get back to the FA Cup a little bit because I just want to highlight the importance of it. And as Rose said, some of the big teams are out. I just, I, I just think like looking at it, like who, who can, who realistically can win the FA Cup this year? Let's let's pull Man City out of there. They're obvious shoe-ins for almost every trophy, like. But who other than Man City can really win that trophy? Like, what do you think, Rev? <clears throat> uh, well, so this United or us? Um, I mean, United have got West Ham. So I was going to say West Ham. Be... What about West Ham? They're, they're a dangerous team, especially if we end up playing them. Like, <laughs> they're, they're quite. They're quite. They're quite bad. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty shit. Um, yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, if we can sort of go to the latter stages without you know without drawing City or United I think we can go all the way it's just in a one-off final against City I kind of back us actually I do kind of back us it's United I'm worried about because they have some weird jinx over us even though they're not they're not fantastic Uh, but yeah I think we've got a great chance like we really do have I think this is the best opportunity we've had in a long time, and it's just up to us to not spurs it up, really. But you know, you know what's going, you know what's going to happen, right? We're going to get to the final against City in the FA Cup, and he's going to sack Conte and put Ryan Mason in charge. <laughs> well, do because there'll be some he's fucking bad clause that he's got to pay him yeah. a couple of million or something. Yeah, that would be oh. what it is. It, it, it's that. It's that. Do you know what you say about who could win it? Maybe it's too many years of this same old stuff happening. I feel like what's the, what's the next round? It's the fifth round next, isn't it? We're into the fifth round. Last 16, yeah. Yeah, so then it's the quarterfinals after that, right? So you, all you need is for us to get West Ham in the quarterfinals and them to have their one day in the sunshine or a semi-final or something. I feel like we've just, we need to make a, a bigger effort than other sides to get through these ties. And I feel like you, you say one of the wins on the run was the importance of winning a trophy. It's, it's, it would transcend a win nowadays to get to get a trophy. It just has to, you know, it's just something we've got to prove with these years of this great team we've had with all these some great fucking players, man. And we always seem to get to the latter stages of a competition or a final. And you can say, yeah, a couple of Champions League and that with the handball and all the rest of it. But we didn't show up for that final. We need to show up finally and just look determined. This is the time we're going to show up and our players are better than yours and we're going to beat you. And, and I just, that's, I just, so badly want to see that happen, but I just don't know if they're going to be. Able to <laughs> no, do we it. all do, man. We all do. Yeah, we. That's why we're all here. Yeah, I know. I'm stating the obvious. I know. <laughs> but Bonesy, like, what are you thinking about that Dan Juma? Did you see anything in that game, like, where it got your your balls tingling? Like, did you like the look of that guy? <laughs> um, didn't. I mean, he only come on for a little while, didn't he? But he looked lively. He, I think, he he made a couple of runs. I think it was one of the commentators was um, noted that he was he was making the runs runs through and he was moaning and complaining that it, no one was like picking him out, playing him through. Um, scored a goal, very lucky, but they all count. Um, they all count. Yeah, you need a bit of luck for real. So yeah, he he looked lively. He looked he looked all right, um, but yeah. It's it's a fucking loan signing that we nicked off Everton at the end of the it's day. Just, so have you not got another? Is this is not smack of another Jetson? <laughs> another another um oh who's the other guy who came on and scored a goal once and then we and Kudu and Kudu and Kudu that's it Giles and Kudu whatever his name is Georges and Kudu. <laughs> They've all won trophies I mean, since of there. If you love them, they, well, this is they, this we're like what's that film? Better luck, Chuck. Where he, every time he knobs a bird, she goes on to get married. It's like players that come to Spurs. They play for us, they leave and get a trophy. We're, just, we're all n- foreplay. Better Nuno won Kudu. the other day. <laughs> what's that, Fucking Nuno won, Nuno won a trophy the other day. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? And he, I think he beat Ronaldo's team to win it as well. <laughs> so, Proud yeah. boy, man. Proud boy's making them proud, man. 
Proud boy. He did. He made that team proud. <laughs> Fuck's sake. We're, we're trying to stay positive here, man. We're going the wrong way, man. We're going, we're going to this yeah. fucking rabbit hole. Man. <laughs> Fuck yeah, this rabbit win. hole. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Uh, anyway, Pedro Porto, isn't it? Is it Pedro Porto? Pedro, Pedro, Pedro Porto. 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 Is he from? It, no, he's from Lisbon, isn't he? Is he any good? Is the question, isn't it? Like everyone's getting more guests about him. Everyone's pissed off that it fell through yesterday. Uh, but is he? Is he good? Have we just signed another Region? Good question. I mean, I don't know. If, I know nothing about the fella. Absolutely, no one zero. does. Never, no one does. I've never even heard of him before. Everybody on Twitter's butt hurt. One press conference away from Conte sitting down again. It was a club signing. You know, yeah, I can see that. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the next interview. It was a club signing. Never wanted it. <laughs> I think um, I did. I did try to do a little bit of digging around, and yeah, so City actually owned him, and he's never played for City or met Pep, which is a bad sign. Especially uh, if he's Spanish. Yeah, uh, the only the only thing that he's got going for him is he's like attacking wise, he's much better than the rest of our our current right wing backs. In he's got like eight assists. He's uh, he's got like his X assist or whatever XG whatever bollocks is pretty good. I think he's got a couple goals. He's a free kick taker. My XG is good uh, in Portugal, man. That, that, well, that's that's it. Like, that's that's the kind of my XG is like, off the fucking score. charts in Portugal. Has he got a free kick delivery or a free kick scoring a goal from a free kick? Because we need someone who could do that. Because we uh, apparently we he's good at both. But okay, yeah, so delivery just, and short shooting as well. But when they come to Tottenham, they lose that ability, don't they? A little bit. They like, seem to. Don't they? They, they leave it somewhere in the midair yeah. in the plane. No, it just seems to. <laughs> they put the wrong boots on. Yeah. They put two left feet on. But I don't know. It, 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 I mean, look, it's like I never really heard of Kulusevski or Bentancur, and I'll be honest, yeah. I had. And look at that! Look what's happened there. So let's hope it's let's hope it's closer to that signing than it is George's Kevin and Kudu. <laughs> so you think he's probably going to be our, our our free kick taker because our free kick take, taker at the moment for the last eight years has never scored a direct free kick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, yeah. Apart from the, his first goal or whatever, what was against Villa? And it was a uh, deflection. That was, only... and that was the yeah. heaviest of deflections I think you've ever seen. And oh, at the same that. time, like Ward Prowse is like got the best free kick conversion rate in Europe or something like that in the last ten years. Something ridiculous. See, yeah. I think it's more than Messi as well, isn't it? It's something mad like that. It's, it's that yeah. sort of thing that sort of sets you back a little bit when he signs. You think, is there an offer for a Ward Prowse in January that Spurs could make? Is there? Is that something? If they were really thinking, yeah, there's a player we can see would just sitting behind the front three, even not as a defensive midfielder, but even as a set piece taker. You know, because Kane's good in the air, and so's Romero for that matter. So the balls are flying in because somebody can deliver them. Is there a was there an offer there for him? South, obviously, Southampton hate dealing with us. They all English teams hate dealing with us, even though Arsenal and Chelsea seem willing to let each other sign each other's players all day long. No one's doing that with us. That's a good point. I think Jorginho, again, that's another one that's gone under the radar. Like Jorginho's a good player. I mean, whether yeah. Chelsea would want to sell to us or he would even want to come to us, but you know, that's an Italian footballer playing for an Italian coach. I think, why, why weren't we in there? Like, that seems like yeah. a no-brainer, Jorginho coming to Spurs. That's yeah, exactly what we need, someone who can I've someone got, who can ping the ball around in midfield. I've got I've got a theory on this, because I just think... So, so apparently, Poro is a, a loan that we are obligated to buy in the summer, and so is Dan Juma, obviously. I think Levy's trying to sell the club, and he's just trying to fob off the payments for these players on the next owner. Because, yeah, we've got so many loan to buy laters that eat into our budget next time that it just, it just, I don't know why we keep doing it. Like, why can't we just outright sign some players? Yeah. And it's taken us like what, 30 days to, well, yeah, there we go. It's taken us 30 days to haggle over Poro. And, and he's still like, not over the line. He's still, <laughs> still look, I come on, Bones. He's 10 past eight. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's get online. I'm going to have a look now and see if it's yeah. gone through. I am, but I just think I think we're we're not putting we're not putting in the office for anyone. Like really, we're just kind not of doing good. the bare minimum. Yeah, like and and Dan Juma and Poro might be great, but we we still need a couple centre backs. We need a centre mid. We need a keeper. Are who's we going to get done with? With the first? Who's this defender we've been linked with? Hink, Hinkapai. I think Hinkapai. 
I think, yeah, he's from Ecuador, I think. And he... No one's been linked with Hinka Pie, man. What are we trying to no say? No one has. <laughs> it, sounds like, it sounds like one of the fucking the Night Garden or something. But in, t- in typical, Spurs, <laughs> typical Spurs tradition, they've valued him at 80 million, so Spurs have got yeah. him at 25. <laughs> Mate, yeah. That's pretty typical. It's pretty... I'm just flicking through the, 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 the usual suspects on Twitter. Nothing nothing yet. Zaniolo? He's going to Bournemouth, isn't he? Who's this, who's this long name bastard from Chelsea as well, this young lad? Um, Mr. Hudson Spoons Spoon, or something. Spoonson Bell. <laughs> Spoonson <laughs> Bell. Pubs. We've signed two different pubs, haven't we? That's all we've done there. Just, <laughs> put, in, put new beers behind the bars at the stadium. That's all that is. That's nothing to do with football. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> this was supposed to be a positive podcast. I mean, I to be to be honest, the, the we're laughing either way. It's been it's been fucking winding me up this poro poro thing, like, and the lack of signings. I mean, even if we do get him, I'm I'm not going to be happy that he's going to be the only player that we sign. That's because you love Emerson Royale, isn't it? I don't love Emerson Royale. I just think you get. <laughs> I think he gets a lot of heat undeservedly. I think he's a solid defender and he's never been about putting crosses in and being a wing-back. Doesn't that seem to be... While we're on this subject, sorry, while we're on this subject, Bones, I just want to... Where was you last week? I was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I fell asleep. I don't know, obviously you didn't listen to the podcast. I didn't listen to last week. just didn't turn up. He just didn't, didn't show, like... <laughs> Just fell asleep on the sofa. That was it. Elvino <laughs> did flow, and I passed out on the sofa. <laughs> That's fair. I'm having a drink now, as it happens. Uh, I was going to ask you guys: like, do you not think it's a bit weird that we've lined out Doherty, Gill, and Spence? Doherty's gone on loan. He's gone to Atletico Madrid. What? I missed that yeah. one. That's a strange one, isn't it? That's that's kind of productive, surely. I mean. Um... He's no sort of player we should be worried about. But what we get? Why is he going out alone? It's like, but it's like we, our wage bill's actually gone down this January. That's the worst part. <laughs> we signed two players, but the wage bill's gone down. There's apparently there's been a bit said about uh, Brian Hill. Uh, his representatives or some people that are connected with him have come out and said that he's really upset and he doesn't know what's going on at the club. And and I kind of I kind of get that. I can get why he would be pissed off because imagine like he's been hanging around the club for like a year or so, and he started to get a look in. He started a couple of games. He started against Portsmouth. He started against Palace. Yeah, and he looked really good. In I've games, always thought that. Yeah. I've always thought when he comes on, he can carry the ball. He looks to beat a player. Looks tidy in possession. And he's waited a long time for them opportunities. Long and time, when he yeah. and when he's finally got them opportunities to start matches and make an impact. Yes, he knows he's down the peck in order to Kulazeski, but then we go and sign Dan Juma. He's thinking, like, I'm never going to get a shout out of this club, at least for a couple of years. I've got to no. sit in the wilderness and play football with Lucas Mora for the under 21s. The under 21s? Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, he's probably thinking, like, I can go back to Spain and play every week for a decent side. And so, which is seemingly what he's done, right? Yeah, he's I can't blame him for that, to be honest. He's probably no, going to be a fucking well beater in a couple of years. Yeah, you I mean, know, not... oh, I was going to say, I. I, I... Yeah, Doherty loaning him out because yeah, it's Doherty, he's getting, he's like, he's the wrong side of 30. I thought you'd frozen there, Rav. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> um, he's the wrong side of 30. But Hill and loaning Spence out, like Hill going back to Spain and Spence going to France. Why are we loaning these players out to clubs in the Premier League to give them some yeah. Premier League experience? You know what I mean? Like, and if we're talking about loaning, loaning players, what's going on with Jed Spence? Where's he ended yeah. up? Because I think a, a Premier League, like a good solid Brentford loan for him would have been ideal. I think they came in for him. Where's he actually gone? I've, I've not, I, I can't remember. Uh, Ren. Oh, he's yeah. joined Joe Roden in Ren. Why didn't he play against, uh, again, I, I said it before, why didn't he play Preston. against Portsmouth? Why didn't he play against uh, uh, Preston Hall Why Why yeah. is he not getting minutes? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make a great deal of sense. That really doesn't. Because you, you've got to be looking at Conte going, he doesn't like the look of him. Or he just, I mean, I don't know. There's not not anything else you can say from our point of view why that's actually happening. There doesn't seem to be an explanation. I mean, yeah, is he, I think is he, he, co- I think is he a Conte? Sorry, sorry. No, sorry, mate. I was just going to say, I think it's Conte, like, and, yeah, Conte, he, 
Conte didn't fancy him and didn't buy him. It was a club purchase. Yeah. Um, and I think Hill, he didn't buy Hill either. Hill was there beforehand, weren't he? And I think he was, he, he was there, yeah. And I think it's Conte just sort of saying, well, like, give me, give me the tools I need, not for the next fucking manager. Give me the tools I need. And I, I think it's... I, I don't like to see young players, young good players coming to our club and just Getting fucking wa- wasting away. It, yeah. Like, no, what young player is going to want to come to us after the way we've treated Hill, fucking Spence and a few of the others? Spoonson <laughs> Bell. Spoonson Bell. I mean, yeah, Spoonson yeah. Bell. This is you can't it, wait this to come to Spurs, this, man. This is the start of our new era under Spoonson Bells. Even know, like Pat... <laughs> Even even Sarge, you know, what I mean, he didn't. Um, I thought he'd come in and look good, and he hasn't since the other players have been back. He hasn't really got a look in. So, well, apparently he's nice. been injured. To be fair, I just think we said today he's been injured. Oh, is it? It just feels like we're yeah. overloaded in areas and pissing players off in those areas, and we're lacking in other areas, but not looking yeah. to strengthen. <laughs> yeah. Center off. <laughs> Definitely need to set her off. That's that's oh, where mate. I want to. I don't know where I don't know where we're going to get one now. It's what you know. There's a couple of hours left of the window. I don't want well, to player. Sh- I don't know what he that'd is. Be shock of the century if we manage to sign a decent centre back now. Between now, there's and been a few rumours floating around in the last in the last couple of hours about uh, matey boy from Leicester. What's his name? Not the uh, Turkish fella. No, not the defender. The what's his name? The, the, oh, Madison. Madison. Oh, Madison. The one. Yeah, yeah, oh, stand that right there. That gets you hard. I, I think that's <laughs> I think that's a decent side. That's a good Premier League. I know he's another midfielder, but it's a creative midfielder that we don't really have. Because when you've got Kulisevsky bombing on, he could be found from the centre out wide by a player like Madison, and he can cross the ball, and he can take... Speaking of take a corner as well. I might, I might be getting too hard on even take corners because we've never seemed to get one anyone who can. But that's a decent... If that was to happen, which I would say would be unlikely. Because, again, Leicester... They're not flying either this season. They probably ain't going to want to get rid of one of their best players in January. Or not for anything less than a big money fee. And we ain't going to pay it. I don't think we go for a player like that. I don't know where the rumours no. have come from. I don't, know. I, don't, I don't think we sign anyone like that. No, I don't think so. The last yeah. big big January one, the big January one, was has got to be Van der Vaart, hasn't it? That's got to be the one that flew out of absolutely nowhere. No, that was summer. summer. That was summer. Was that was that summer? I thought that was January. Yeah. Well, it was it was a, it was a one you couldn't believe was happening. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, I suppose January we don't really do much, do we? It's historically, ever since last, January last year. in a transfer window. Last year, yeah, last year. No, we can we can we can two over last year. It's fair enough. That is true. But yeah, it just feel yeah, it feels like we're just yeah. Hope any opportunity that comes up, like Dan Juma. Was an opportunity. We saw that we could steal him from Everton. We got that's kind of how we do business nowadays. It feels like, like just whoever comes up, let's just grab him. So we're going uh, back to Dan, Dan Juma. Where, where, where's Dan Juma fitting into that team? Is he another Clinton and Dreyer? Um yeah. or is he going to be Son's replacement long term? Is that is that what we're looking at? Big shoes to fill. We're talking about Son's replacement, and that Son's replacement to me would. Almost certainly have to be better scouted and be a be a known. I know saying that I'm, I'm making my, I'm going against my own point here because you'd say no one had really ever heard of Son when he came in, but now we've established ourselves as that's the level of player we really want in our attacking midfield. I mean, to find Son like we did seems like a once in a decade find. And other than that, you go for the players you know are going to perform in that sort of position to so those sort of numbers. But again, it comes down to if you when you see who's doing that in, in, in and around Europe. Do you have the balls to go and pay the money for them and give them the wages that they'll want? You know, it's, it's very, these, these are the typical is, seasons. Yeah, yeah, we know what the answer is, don't we, I think. The answer's <laughs> usually no. The answer's usually no. Yeah, that's right. It is a bit like that. But I think, are we ever going to really compete for a player like, a player like Sam was playing for Barcelona, which he could well have been for the last 10 years. We would never have gone in for him. He's only come there and done what he's done out of pure chance. And we got so lucky. But that's the sort of signings we should be making if we've got the ambition to, to back up where we are. We, we could be proud of where we've been for the last 10 years massively, but don't just get those big signings over the line or those big performances when we really need them. 
No, I, I don't. I, I think we should. You look at the signings, like you've got Poro, um, uh, and you, who's, who's the lad that Chelsea signings? Is it Hernandez, Hernandez from Benfica for like 115 million? He was playing and, in and South and America. He, he was playing in South America a year ago. Like, I don't know what it is. I think we need to get our scouts over to South America to. Because we'd be able to get him, leave, it'd be ideal for Levy, we'd be able to get him cheaper. Do you know what I mean? They, it seems like they go over to Europe, they spend a year there, and then all of a sudden their prices are like 10 times as much a year later. So I think we, I then, think we need to work on our scouting policy yeah, we've, if we've Levy wants to save scouting. money. Yeah. I mean, we, we use that. We used to have a good scouting network. Like we did find Bale, Modric, all these. Who is it? with black box. Is it Paul Mitchell yeah. or some of his of his black box, or whatever that yeah. was? I mean, yeah, he. I think he. I think he found Son. But yeah, yeah, I um, think he did actually. Yes, yeah, but he, he again he fell out with Levy because Levy was always trying to meddle with him, and like I think he went on gardening leave for like eighteen months. So yeah, that's yeah. and then, since then work. we've just signed anyone, haven't we? Really, like and Dombele, Lacelso. Like all of these players that are now out on loan, we can't get rid of them. That's just from having no scouts. I think yeah. that's kind of what's well, happened. I think one of our, um, I, I, I was a bit absent-minded just there, but I think one of our scouts has just left. Our youth development scout has just left, and he's going to Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, I just had a look on uh, on Twitter and on news now and Alistair Gold is saying that he doesn't expect us to make any more signings in the window so I think it's safe to say that Pedro Porri is going to be our last signing today if it yeah. indeed does happen um, what would you rate what, just quickly I just want to what would you rate this transfer window out of, out of 10 Mr Sifter um, 5 Rev I'm going to go 4 Bonesy. When you when you started saying that, I had five in my edit. So yeah, five for me as well. And I think that's generous. We haven't signed what we needed, have we? Like that's no. that's the long and short of it. And if you look on trending, I'm looking on trending on Twitter. It's the first one of the first hashtags always sack the ball. It's actually Everton fans. <laughs> so <laughs> there's always the, the the grass is greener on our side at least. So we can take solace in that. But then it is only Everton. Well, let's hope that these two new signings. I mean, Porro should walk straight into that team ahead of Emerson Royale. Although I don't think Emerson Royale's been that bad in the last couple of games. I think he's done all right. He got money in the match in one of them. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much football's Dan is going to get ahead of Richarlison, assuming that he's fit to play. But, but, yeah, it's it's a bit of a weird one, but I guess we'll find out on it. Um, so moving on, I guess it's time to talk about yeah, I don't even want to say his name, man. I'm not no. going to say his name. No, let's not. But we... Yeah. So, yeah. So, Judas has come out this week, right? And he's... I, I, can't, I don't know what newspaper it was, but he's come out and there's an interview in there and he's, he's, he's butthurt about all the vitriol and abuse that he's got over the years. Some of it, I think, like... Some of this, I think, I genuinely think it's like... I, because he's not he's not in a spotlight at the moment. It weren't it weren't a month or so ago that he was talking about that he should be knighted. He, f- he thought he deserved a knighthood, and it was a year or so ago he was talking about that he should have been England captain, and he didn't get that. I think I mean I, I, my personal opinion is he's a snake. You know why why is anyone going to get behind a snake? But that's my opinion. Um, so basically, he come out and said that just this is just like a, a short bit of the interview with the uh, newspaper. And he says, it's as though I've become a caricature, that I'm not a human being anymore. It's like some folklore song. People around the campfire passing on stories from old to young. Let's talk about this. Let's, let's sing about that. We're talking about nearly quarter of a century since that transfer. Are we not... Sorry. Where are we going as human beings if, if someone could not move on? I don't think people realise how hurtful the hate and vitriol is towards me. I get the situation, but it's been such a long time. <laughs> I want to go. I want to. I want to. I want to come to you last, Luke. Uh, but I want to go to Bonesy first. I want to hear what he's got to say, and then we get. And then, then we'll come to you, uh, Mister Sifter. Go on, Bonesy. What, what are you saying? Some I mean, what, what you started off saying is exactly what I was thinking. 
Um, he's said it because he's not relevant anymore. He's not managing. He's not doing any punditry. And, yeah, it just seems like to stay in the spotlight, that this is what he said. Um, I mean, well, there might have been a few more. This The last few years where things haven't been as great for us on the pitch, there might have been a bit more of the the the, the song singing re- relate um, regarding him, but I, I mean I'm I'm fucking well past Soul Campbell, mate. I don't, I don't do you know what I mean? That like like as he said, it happened a long time ago. I couldn't give a shit about Soul Campbell. Now, nah, do you know what I mean? I've moved on. Rev, where, where, where are you with it? Like, are you, are you, have you moved on? You're you're a bit younger than the rest of us. How old was you when this happened? Do you remember? I must have been like six, seven years old. And it was probably my first big Spurs memory. Um, our captain going to our rivals, uh, which is which is not great. Um, and to be honest, like I listened to the words you said, you read out his words from, from the article and I've looked at I've quite, heard of Sorry, man, we've got quite a bit of TV noise in the background from someone. Oh yeah, I don't know who that's who's got TV on? Hold on. Could be me, sorry. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, I've heard him speak about it like ever since he's gone. And I've never, ever once heard him go, you know what, sorry, Tottenham fans, I'm so sorry. It wouldn't make it better. It wouldn't change anything. But it would at least show that the man acknowledges that he did something proper snaky. And it wasn't just leaving to go to them. It was the promising beforehand and saying... Oh yeah, I'm gonna stay. I want to stay. He was our captain. He could have gone anywhere else in the world, and he chose the worst place in the world to go. And yeah, now now that he's sort of not a player anymore, and he's as you said, not in the spotlight, he's just gonna keep coming out with this. And oh, can't we just get over it? Like, and to be honest, you could argue that he made the right choice for his career. But again, show a bit of like. Show a bit of, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Um, I didn't really want to do this. Apparently, he's a Spurs fan, which you can't really take at face value. But apparently, his brother still goes to the lane. But the best thing about this article, really, is that before the game even kicked off against Preston, you heard the songs and I was laughing. I was just like, he's called it on himself. He's he's done the actual opposite of what he's tried to do with that article. And it's beautiful. I love it. He should get cussed out forever. Uh, Sifter, are you ready to move on? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was actually, I was actually at the game. The, the it was called the minute of contempt when when the Arsenal team came out on the pitch, and all those pictures of the Spurs fans holding up the Judas signs. I was there. I was at the North Upper, and <clears throat> if he heard how loud that stadium was booing and shouting, calling every cunt under the sun, then he'll know that there is no chance that ever gets forgotten. Because you you don't like you as you know anything about football. If you know that players that do those sort of things to to their team that they've committed themselves to and said that they're going to sign a new contract for and to then leave for their biggest rivals for free when you know with that sort of player staying on and continuing with us we could have probably started building something from the back right it was we didn't have a great side at the time and they had a much better team than we did but there is there's it's never forgive never forget if you ask me and if he's coming out and expecting any sort of retribution from us going oh you know it has been a long time it's never been long enough because it has to be we have to pass this on to the people behind us they have to know what he did there i will be having jelly and ice cream and a bouncy castle when campbell dies it's as simple as that <laughs> never i'm never going to feel any differently about it. it hurts to me me as much now as it did then and and that's saying something and I think what you said, he's he's deluded. I I don't know what he thinks. If he wants to put it behind him, come out once and for all years ago and say, you know what, it was it was awful what I did, but I, I had better things in my mind in my career. I should have I should have never gone for free. I should have signed a contract and then gone the season after for a fee or something. But the way he did it, and to expect us to be going, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, mate, fair play. No, that's fine. We'll leave you be after that. No, never. It's just it can never be that way. So. It, it, I was going to say what you said about him needing some more spotlight on himself, but he's still he's still in studio. Every every Tottenham Arsenal game, which if it's Water Lane or if it's at their place, they will that cunt out to sit in the studio and talk about that team and sit with a load of other gooners talking about it. Nah, mate, you, you don't get to do that and then come out and moan about it. 
you you went over to the dark side and you're going to get shit for it for the rest of your life. And, and look, I'm going to make is, sure that every game I go to, I sing Jelly and Ice Cream and Campbell Dice, even when we're, we're playing under-21s, Nottingham Forest in the Women's Super League. <laughs> I'm never going to stop. The thing that's interesting, the thing that I find interesting is that the way he says about it, it's hurtful, that what people are saying about him and... I don't think anyone's saying anything. I don't think anyone's talking about him until he starts coming out and pulling a bit of focus on himself, whether it would be for the knighthood a couple of, a couple of uh, months or so ago, he was talking about he des- thinks he deserves a knighthood and and he deserves to be England captain and all this shit. He talks, the way he speaks about himself, pound for pound, I was the best defender in the world. Yeah. Who's who's weighing defenders these days? What are you talking about, you silly cunt? <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's not, we're not talking about boxing. Do you understand the, what the, the, the term pound for pound means? What are yeah. you talking about, you silly cunt? But anyway, forget all that. My point, my point is that when he talks about the hurtfulness of uh, of the vitriol from Spurs supporters, I remember like I was like thirteen years old when it happened. Yeah, we and would have been around. He then, was, yeah. he was, he for me at that time, and for a lot of Spurs supporters, I know what you're going to say. Whether they were young, whether they were young, whether they're old, he was our fucking hero. He yeah, played for England. Time. He was, he was by far and away our best player. Yes, by miles, and he, and he was going to be the one that was going to carry Spurs forward into the, to the next level. All, all of us, I, I felt like that. No, I definitely I felt loved, like that. I loved Sol Campbell. I loved him, right? Absolutely. And I've got no problem saying that because it's if I said anything other than that, it would be, it'd be bollocks. It would be a lie. That's exactly the same as me. And we're so yeah. lucky that we got Deadly King coming behind him, who was a real club hero, a real, like, you know, one of our greats of all time. And we'll sing about, in the 26th minute, we might sing about Ledley only having one knee because he was number 26. So the same reason, every game, someone's going to kick off an anti-Soul Campbell chart. It's the same thing. It's That's how it is in football. But You're it always going to get it. It was my, po- my point I was getting to. It was also an era in, in football where Arsenal were very, very good and were winning shit and were yeah. challenging United every season. And yeah. we were getting it in the fucking neck anyway. As, uh, <laughs> growing up in North London, we were getting... Oh, we were getting we were we were irrelevant as a football club, man. As far as as far as local rivalries, I just we got we you know we got shut on. We, we had to make the most out of what we got in them North London derbies. Yeah, if we got a draw, it was like a win, and yeah. we'd find any way of shitting on them, whether it be you know if they lost at the weekend to United or they went away and they lost to fucking Blackburn Rovers. We found we little little victories wherever we could, right? Yeah, and that that one there, that they had something. They had the biggest stick. To beat, to us, beat with, us with when, and when they he did. went there. And they did and every... Was, that's where Spursy was born for me. That was where yeah. it was born. And every home game, well, because I didn't go Arsenal away back then, but I went to every North London Derby White Lane. And every I was right next to those away fans. And every time they're singing about, and those blah, blah, blah from the lane, and Sol Campbell's won the double. So not only were we not as good as him, they took our best player, won everything, and we still had to put up with him singing about it. So that, you know, it's exactly that. So the, for that reason, you don't get to come back out and tell us how we should feel, mate. It doesn't and work like that. I think the, the interesting thing is, is like they, they've moved on from him. Like they, they'd still like to joke that he won the league with them. But he, I don't feel like he's an Arsenal legend. Like they don't talk about him in the, the way they wank themselves silly over everyone else. So he doesn't really belong anywhere. Like as like you were saying, Luke. <laughs> so uh, true. He's like he he's on Sky um, for every game, but he's actually supposed to be our representative. Like he, they they wheel him out as the Spurs man, and it's like <laughs> he actually doesn't belong anywhere either. No no one really likes him. No fan base like really really likes him. So. Yeah, he just needs a bit of relevancy, to be honest, and that's why he comes out with this shit every so often. Uh, and yeah, good. I yeah, it's, it's spot on. It's spot on because don't belong anywhere. Those really Arsenal only use him as a st- as a stick to beat us with to this day. Still, if he'd come from Chelsea, even they still, I mean, they give him some stick, but it wouldn't be anything like what we get because they know it does us every single time, and mm. it always will. I mean, just do you, <laughs> I think he's got yeah that whole transfer. I think it's got a lot, a uh, lot to answer for, and I think we're still fucking paying the price for it now. Who was chairman when that happened? It was Levy, it, weren't it? It was Levy. It was Levy. Of course, I think. So, yes. do you know what I mean? That's why he's probably fucking the way he is. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Having players over a barrel. Now you're not going this year. Do you know what I mean? I want hundred yeah. million. It could have been born out of that. Well, it definitely shows an Enix style of club management, doesn't it? It's, it's the writing was on the wall even back then with their the way they run the club. And I don't know if any of you have seen that quote, I don't know if it's even true. It's never it's just credited as Enix saying 
we're oh, here to run this as a business and it's nothing to do yeah. with football. And you look at how we are run, like the stadium, amazing, and we've done some great things, great players, good managers. You know, we've been on the periphery of doing something amazing in English football and European football. But it's just that, you read that quote and you think to yourself, there's, half a, there's more than half a truth in that of what that says. And it does, like you say, when we've got Rivaldo writing us letters years ago, telling us, oh, you know, I'd love to have joined you, but I just couldn't go. Because probably, truth be told, if they were there, I can't remember if they were, Enoch didn't pay him the dough or the, or the wages that he was asking for. So that had something to do with Sol Campbell leaving, because he could probably see a little bit to do with, has his club got an ambition, really? You know, so there's there's a part of him to manage another conversation, but and I'm not definitely not taking any responsibility off his shoulders. Let me make that perfectly clear <laughs> before I say that. I mean, we could dip into uh, maybe uh, a little bit of Levy stuff if we've got a bit of time at the end of this one. Um, again, coming back to the Judah stuff, I, I, I kind of just want to give this conversation one. We've never we've never spoken about. I mean, this podcast is obviously still in its infancy. We've yeah. never spoken about him. Purely because I think this, like you, you just said earlier, uh, like you said forgive and forget, and I think Bonesy said forgive and forget. Bonesy's forgotten about him. I kind of make I make you right, Bones. Like I forgot. There's nothing I for, I've forgotten about you, mate. And everyone else has, by the sound of it, as as Raj pointed out, you're not relevant. Yeah. Forgive, absolutely not. But you think I'm thinking about you? Nah. Most post supporters ain't until someone starts a little song. And you think, oh though. yeah, he is a cunt. Yeah, let's fucking call, is, let's, let's, let's call him a cunt again. It isn't, and, and, and everyone and, and the song finishes, and everyone just moves on with their lives. No yeah. one's literally sitting there. Think, no one's got a picture of you on their wall with a dart on a dartboard. No, right? not anymore. No one's doing any of that. No one's. No one's. You're not relevant. You're not even you're like, like Revy said. You're not even relevant to the club that you won the trophies with. Yeah. You're not going to get a knighthood because you're a snake. That's that's, <laughs> that's it. You, you weren't England captain because the, the powers that be at the FA went. Mm, are they really going to get behind him? Look what he did again. Has anyone done anything like that before or after? Like the, the magnitude of what he did, right? Has anyone done that before or after any club anywhere that you, no, can, it, you can pull out? Of, uh, pull I out, yeah. can't pull out anything off, off the top of my head. I mean, you've obviously got years back, you've got your Jennings going between the two, but that was, again, I think that was for a fee and it was nothing like, I think we had the best years out of him, actually. He was still a decent keeper when he went there, but with that move at that time with no fee and saying you weren't going anywhere, that, no, nah, not, not so in what English was that? football. That was 2003 when it, when it happened. Was it 2003? I, I think it was 2001. Because we, what what was that year? We finished, we had Hodder was manager. We played Arsenal in the semi-final and it, he got injured. We were, we were playing at, at Old Trafford and we lost Docking yeah. the Scots to make it 1-1, I think. And we ended up losing 2-1 two, two or maybe 3-1. They outplayed us like, convincingly. And he got injured and carried, I think that was his last ever game for Spurs in that semi-final. And in that summer, he fucked off. And he never he never played for us again. And I think, yeah, that that was two thousand and one. If I if I'm correct, I think. All right. So in two decades or more, like nobody has ever, in any European league that I know I'm aware of, has ever done anything like that. And you're wondering <laughs> why you've not been knighted or become England captain. This is the geezer you're dealing with, right? This is the kind of man you're dealing with. Oh God! Did we say it like that? It makes it um, so obvious. I mean, like the, the closest thing that I can think of in terms of both our clubs is obviously Galas or Adebayor, and they're they're not really relevant enough for either, and they didn't do it in a way that was nowhere near, nowhere near. near. And bear like, in mind, Galas went Chelsea then us, and Adebayor went City then us, so it's still not. not he direct. was first captain. Yeah, he was captain. He was captain. Yeah. That's exactly, but like, yeah, it just shows that the closest things we have to it is nothing compared to what he did. Like it, it's. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's yeah. just how do you think you're going to get forgiveness for that? I don't and, get and, it. And just to be clear, right? Because I know there is a couple of slippery gooners that have been listening to this podcast. This isn't me being butthurt. This isn't any of us being butthurt. This is us trying to clarify why he still gets heat. Yeah. Because he what he's done up. is is it was unprecedented at the time and nobody's ever done it since because yeah. it's fucking ridiculous. It's it the loyalty you've shown there, the, the disloyalty that you've shown. It's insurmountable. It's it's incomprehensible. It's, it's incomparable. It's, it's exactly. And I think the closest thing you could imagine it was when Figo went between Barcelona and Real Madrid for a fee of fifty million pounds. By the way, yeah. which was almost twenty years ago, and they were throwing pigs heads at, pigs heads at him, the Barcelona supporters. There so you they, go. They're de de decapitated pigs heads 
and they were launching it. Um, how do you get a pig's head into a stadium? I was about to say, how do you get a pig's head into a stadium? They managed Mate, it. <laughs> That's just what it inspires. This is the thing about football, yeah? It's not real life. So we are allowed a little bit of a discrepancy in as much as, like we've all just said, we don't sit around thinking about him all the time. But when brought up, you're going to get a few fucks thrown into you, mate, forever. And there's always going to be a little song sung around in the stadium where I sit anyway, because I'll always try it on, you know, because it just it puts a smile on people's faces to hear that. You know, it's a good bunch of jump around to in the concourse and it's good fun. And, and and that's it. And then we all leave and we go, oh, we had a good win or we lost again, whatever. But yeah, you're not, don't drag us into your miserable fucking existence, mate, because we don't care about you anymore. And that's the end of it. Right, before we get too dark on this one, because the rabbit holes are beginning <laughs> to appear again. Uh, right, I think I think we could draw a line on it. I think it's very, very clear to say that no one gives a fuck about you, mate. Yeah. So I don't know what the next thing's going to be. It's probably, I mean, he's a prime minister. Is that what he's going to be expected <laughs> next? He's got half a chance. He's already got into sure. politics, isn't he? He's a Tory, he's a dirty boy, isn't he? Tory, like, he's a Tory, yeah, he's a Tory, Tory boy. Like, come on. Uh, I think I think that's the next thing he's going to be expecting to be prime minister. It's like, it's it's yeah. only it's only a matter of time before the spotlight gets pulled again. But anyway, just draw a line of that, dickhead. Um, Riddance. Man City, we got Man City at the weekend. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to it. To be fair, I think um, I think there will be some some excitement to be had in that game. Rav, uh, what are you thinking? Do you think we can get some some uh, revenge for that? I say revenge, like we kind of brought on ourselves to be honest. But yeah. there was there was yeah. some good football played in the first half. I thought, I thought we played all right in the first half. Yeah, I think I think we've shown that if we can sort of hang on and we can beat them, it's definitely possible. And to be honest, it, it comes down to what it is every game is, and that's does Larice or Dyer make a fuck up? Like it's kind of it's kind of at that point for us now, really, isn't it? I do think um I think Poro will start. Because I just think, like, put him in. Why not? We we need an attacking outlet, and let's see what the boy's about. Yeah, I think I think we got a good chance to beat him. To be honest, I, 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 like it depends on. I, they've got a bit of uh, mess in the camp because Cancelo's just left. Like he's just gone to Bayern Munich. Apparently, Bernardo Silva's like looking to leave as soon as possible as well. So there's there's a bit of like internal sort of conflict there. If we can take advantage of that and perform the way we can, we can beat them. But it's, again, it's that question—the same question that we have every week. And there's a there's, is there a slightly different question here? Do we? There is a there is a slightly different question. Go and on, I think you're gonna yeah, I think you're gonna preempt me. I, I, Do we really want to beat them? Do we? Yeah, uh, this is it, isn't it? Because you want you don't want to go to a football match when your team's playing, fancying yourself to lose. But wouldn't it just be typical if we beat them? And then what does that put them eight eight points clear again? In the, in the realms of... They've got to play them still, haven't they? They've still got to play City somewhere down there. I'm sure they have. They, they only go eight points clear if they win. Uh, and they, and they've got they'll, Everton, they'll, though. They've got Everton. They'll beat Everton, and then they've got... Well, now, Sean Dyson's first game... I don't know, man. Mm, I, new manager I, bounce. I'd, I'd fancy Sean Dyson nick something off of him, just to kick... Oh, he, he'll just go in there, just steam in, kick him, put, leave his studs in there. Yeah. Uh, but no, you're right. They should they should dismantle Everton quite easily. But I think Thomas Partey's out injured now, isn't he? Yes. Uh, I mean, I don't really know how that affects their team. Uh, no, they've assigned Jorginho today, but again, I don't, I don't want to talk about them. This, this is, this is not about them. They'll be the architects of their own downfall, I'm sure. Um, oh, I hope so. But yeah, I, I think, like, I think City is. I, I can't know. I've got, I've got an exciting. I feel like something could happen against City. Like, I think like this could be the kickstart to our season. Like, Bunsy, are, are you excited? Um. No. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, with, it's with trepidation, the City game. Um, I think we always we always give them a game. And I think if we can stay with them for an hour, I think over the last few years, we've proved you stay with them. They start to run out of legs. And yeah, I, I think, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a boring game. Um, but it's, yeah, it's whether that, <laughs> do we want to win? <laughs> As fans, Rav, do we want to win that game? Yeah, man. I think we need to start getting some points in. Uh, yeah, we got we got to win. We want we want top four. I mean, Ericsson's out for United, so that weakens them quite a bit. And they just Liverpool, found some bits yeah, up. Shit. Have they? Oh well, yeah, he's a, he's he's undergoing his medical now. Really? Yeah. I wanted some bits a couple of years ago. Uh, I, I that as well. 
Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a bit of a change. But we 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 got to get top four. We, as you said last week, we I've been convinced that we got focused on ourselves and let, let Arsenal flop if they're going to flop. We can't influence yeah. that if they if they're going to win if they, if if they win the league right if they win the league and it's by two points and then two points we nicked off City are beating them for a minute I'll be like fuck. But at the same time, we we'll be like, "Fuck that, man!" Yeah. If we if if we finish in a top four, and it means that Harry Kane stays, and yeah. it means that Conte signs a new contract, then fuck what they're doing. Yeah. Because that, that's what right. that's the positive. That's the positives that we we've got to take. If if we if we if we get to top four, Conte signs a new contract, Harry Kane signs a new contract. If that happens at the end of the season, regardless of what's going on elsewhere, that has to be seen as a positive because. That's who I want to take the club forward. I want Harry Kane to stay, and yeah. that that and and then and then we're still in Europe. I think you've got to look at that as a fucking good season, all things considered. Yeah, I completely agree. And that it's over the course of a season. Two results we get against City, or one result if we win, is not going to make it. It's not going to define their season. They're, they've won it because they've won more games, and they've won more games than everyone else. So, and they, yeah, I totally agree. I think we've got to want to win it because we've got to worry about what we're doing. Because if we don't finish top four, then things will potentially unravel. And if we don't want that as well, as we want to finish as high as we can. If they've got to win the league, we want to finish as high as we can. And that's that's got to be what it is, or how we got to feel. I reckon. Got to look yeah. for a win. Got to. Be. We can't. We can't let Man United, Newcastle, and whoever else Newcastle stop start pulling away from us. Because yeah. Newcastle will get top four, which I don't think they will. I think they'll fall away. I think they're on a bit of a fucking hype train. They're on a bit of a crest of a wave at the moment. I think they will fall away. I think they will start dropping points. And they, they have they they haven't looked as good in the last few weeks. They've kind of nicked points and they've they've drawn a couple and they've dropped a point a few points here and there. I don't think they're going to stay up there. There's like we've been saying on the last couple of pods. There's still five months of the of the season left, and I think a lot of people forget that. There's a lot of football to be played. Yes. Everyone's, t- everyone's talking like it's over. It's actually we're, we're actually f- f- we're actually not as far as we would would have been because of the because of the World Cup. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think top four is well still there for the taking. May United, May United are not the finished article. They, they they look all right, but they're not they're not what they you know what what Gary Neville would have you think. Like he's talking about them finishing second. The geezer's dreaming, mate. The geezer's. Are- Manchester United. Manchester United. He thought they were orange card. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Chelsea have got to come good soon. Uh, Liverpool, you assume at some point, have got, I mean, they've spent about a million pound on pl- a billion pound on players. Chelsea uh-huh. have spent about ten billion on players. And it, so at some point, they've got to come good, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the thing. I think you, you do look at that sort of mid mid table where those teams are at the moment, and Chelsea still pump all that money into that to these signings. And that's that is difficult. That's why we're doing so amazing most of the time because we are up against loads of money. I know we've got loads of money, but we don't always put it where it should go. And yet we still like this is where we picked up last season. This is where Conte really got hold of them and really drove us forward to wins in last minutes. That's one thing we've been doing under him and a bit under Poch as well. In between ones, not so much, but those last minute wins, fighting right to the last, because that's that was what you know that game against Leicester. Bergwijn scored that last minute goal. Those last bit two goals. That's what this this Danjumar could be. Is he the new Berg one, or can he go another level than that? Which we don't know yet. But we've got hope that he's in the mould of the two lads from last January, and not someone like him who's sort of he never really got a fair kick, really. But if if Conte doesn't mind this Danjumar, he's not a club signing. Then this is where where hopefully, you know, potentially big things could happen. And there is still that little cut run to think about. We could still do it. I mean, we, we'll be, imagine going to Wrexham in that, that next round of the cup if they beat Sheffield United. I mean, Mac's going to get arse blasted by some Spurs boys <laughs> that night. <laughs> that was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Um, match of the day lineup of Alan Shearer, Gary Lineker, and Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> like, it's so bizarre. Like, Alan Shearer, <laughs> man, didn't know what day it was. Like, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> that was a bit of a mindfuck, that one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think for me, like, I, I, like I just said, I think we got to be focusing on ourselves. I yeah. think the most important thing for us is to focus on getting top four. I do think it's going to come together for us. Like you said, Conte, he's going to push. He, he's going to push his formation A button, Bonesy. <laughs> Everything's going to fall into. <laughs> but it did. It did. You have a game that galvanised you. I think maybe the game. 
probably the game against Leicester where Bergwijn scored them goals yeah. in the last seconds of the match. Yeah. It galvanised us and we kind of kicked on from then. And we did have a few iffy results, but we I think our finish to the season last year was... It wasn't just last-minute winners, and it wasn't just smash-and-grab games. We actually started no. playing some really good football. Yeah, and I it's think that fair. I think we're going to see it. I think we're going to see it. I'm excited to. I'm excited for the rest of the season, and I'm feeling positive. And it's been shit, and it's been horrendous. Uh, but you know what? They said when we get Conte, it's going to be a fucking roller coaster, man, and it's not going to be pretty at times. It's going to be frustrating, and a lot of. A lot of the supporters that have had Conte as their manager, one of the Italian reporters on one of the podcasts podcasts I listened to said that it's going to be very, very difficult at times. But when it comes together, it's going to be beautiful. Amen to that. Yeah, I think that's and we we've had our every team has a as a wobble in the season, and we've hopefully had how had ours just now. That's hopefully something we can leave in the past. You know, in that home game against them, look crap, absolute rubbish. But that's. That's rock bottom, and now we're upwards. Yeah, perfect time to be getting into the groove of it. Anything to add on that, Bunzif? Um, well, I think I think I said it not last week, obviously, because I weren't here last week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I've said it. Like this time last year, I mean, some of the stuff that was coming out of Conte's mouth, it was like it was like he didn't know whether he was going to wake up on the and get out of the wrong side of bed and he was going to go, oh, no, fuck this, I've had enough. Mm-hmm. So if you can remember what, what the rhetoric that was coming out of his mouth this time last year, it was a lot worse than this, than how it's been. The games were just as bad, up and down, winning one week, losing the next, winning the week, losing. So I think, yeah, I think we will kick on. Um, I'd like, I'd, I'd like us to try and even though I know we won't because Levy will want the money out of the Champions League. But I'd like us to have a real go at the FA Cup. Like Enoch, Enoch want the money, but us fans, we want the, we want the, we want a trophy. And I've said it before, I think what better what better advertising tool to get investment in than actually winning shit. Do you know what yeah. I mean? No one no one wants to invest in like fucking a team that a team of all uh, nearly rands they would like they want the silverware and it makes us more attractive if we're winning stuff to players and everyone else so yeah i'd like to i'd like to see us go all out for the fa cup this year if if we were to win the fa cup Bansy, would you be willing to to do something extreme in no. celebration of that no what sort of thing is we talking how far would you be willing to go like Sifter, how far would you be willing to go? If, if I was to say there's nothing cup here, right? Yeah. What, what you can win it. What, what would you do to win that FA Cup? How far would you be willing to go? Um, how far within the, willing to go? within the within the confines of human ability. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good question. I tell you what, I'll I will happily go around the first team dressing room and lick all their boots clean. <laughs> That'd be a fact, and I'll even I'll probably throw in a few jock straps into that into that as well. If it, if it really helped, if it meant we could add a few extra goals into the final to really take this mantle aside, would you lick any bum? Would you lick any bumhole of the Spurs oh, players? Spurs players bumholes? Probably, yeah. I'll probably give who, it a whirl. Who, who, who's pre shower or post shower? <laughs> post shower. Who, who's bumhole would you lick? Post shower. Uh, you can yeah, choose one player, not Harry one Kane. Player, not Harry Kane. Uh, Larice looks like he needs it. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Morel. <laughs> and if he turns around and sees my little fucking head that he's that he's not see again, oh Zutalos. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you the same question, Rev. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow you that question. Uh yeah, Rev, what would you be willing would you be what would you be willing to do for the FA Cup, Rev? How far would you go? I don't think I can top what Luke just said, to be honest. So <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, I don't really have an answer to be honest. <laughs> I can I can understand it's quite it might make, make you feel a bit uncomfortable that one, but uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that Sifter participated and indulged <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, I think a bit a bit of bum licking's all right, isn't it? Yeah, I'll do that for a trophy. Uh, we can lick the trophy clean afterwards. Lovely. <laughs> well, I've got a completely different picture of the dressing room now. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I've been on the tour of the stadium as well. There's nothing like that going on, I can assure you. <laughs> um, I think we're coming up to the end of the pod now. I think we've got a couple of minutes left. Just to uh, just to round up, let's get a couple of, just to quickly get some scoreline predictions. Bonesy, Man City Spurs, I suppose Man City is at, the, it's at our ground. So what are you saying, scoreline? I'm going to go 2 all. Rev? Uh, I think we'll win 2-1. Close. Are we close? Do you remember we beat him 4-1? Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, I was, was at work that, that day. That seemed like a lifetime ago. That, that was Pep, though, wasn't it? That was Pep, though, isn't it? That was Pep. That was Pep. We, we've got a bit of a sign over Pep. We can, we can beat his team. Harlan's a bit of a factor. But do you know what? I was going to say, score draw 2-2. I was literally thinking that as Bonesy said it. So I'm going to stick with that. 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with 2-1 Spurs. You keep Harlan silent, it's your chance. Oh, I always go for the win, but we lose loads. <laughs> I, don't know why I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why I don't see the pattern. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's uh, that gives us enough time to call it on this one. Uh, so what, what was it? Episode 23. Cheers for anyone who's tuned in. Cheers, Ziftar, Bunzi, Rav. I, no think, I think we've kind Cheers, of... Mark. I think we've kind of... If there was any doubt over the whole Judas thing, I think we've kind of answered the question on that one. We've scraped that barrel. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to revisit either, so that's done now. So, yeah. On that note, Ravi. Come on, you Spurs. Fucking A. Cheers, boys. <laughs>